And Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to talk to us today, to the world and to the local assembly, <coughs> on a message called, While Men Slept. While Men Slept. I want us to turn with me to page uh, Matthew, the 13th chapter, verses 24. It's where we'll begin. And as you find your places, uh, I want to place in our minds this morning a picture of a monitor. Like this. And this monitor is on 24-7. And you've got to watch it. The whole time. But that monitor is placed inside of you as a reflection to who and what you are. While not being distracted on the things out here that tries to make us what it wants us to be. And we get sometimes confused in that area, you know? And we find ourselves doing that instead of maintaining our eyesight on the monitor, right? Yeah, because the monitor got a camera to it and it's recording everything. All the time. And you got to watch that monitor all the time. But while men slept, you catching my drift? Christ is going to speak to us, so let's ride with Christ this morning about what's on the inside of us and where we're failing at miserably. Thank God for grace. Somebody say, thank God for grace. Because I'm telling you, without it, we'd be in big trouble while men slept. You see, because, you see, you got, to, you got to look at that monitor every day, 24-7. But you're going to get sleepy sometime, won't you? You're going to take your eyes off that monitor, right? That's recording everything in here. See, Jesus said, watch and pray. We've been, we've been praying, but we... Real slack on praying, but we really, really, really slack on watching that monitor. Come on with me, church. Y'all catching this? That monitor is recording everything, but while men slept. Let's see what Jesus, boy, he's going to talk to us this morning. I said us, because I'm in this too, y'all. Just like, you understand me? Okay. So you look to Jesus. You look to this old man. You just listen to what Jesus said to him. But other than that, we're going through just like you. We're all equal in here. You know, it's by grace we are saved. You know what I'm saying? By faith we get it. It's not of our own. At least any man boasts. Matthew. The 13th chapter, verses 24. Jesus here is bringing about in verse 24 another parable 
put he forth unto them. Parable being, you know, you put something up against another to try to bring forth a higher understanding of spirituality in it, in this case. So it says that another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. He's always talking about the kingdom of heaven. He's always talking about sowing a seed. He's always likening the kingdom of heaven to something. In a parable. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man. Could have been any of them. Should be any of them. Which sowed what kind of seed? Good seed, y'all. Y'all talk to me. Say, sow good seed into his field. Keep that up there for me, son, because I need to break this on down. Because we want to give them a good understanding. The kingdom of heaven, we know, is the foundation of God's power in us. Okay, that's that kingdom that's inside of us. That's what God's teaching us about, how to release this power that he's given us in a foundational form through Christ. He said the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man, could have been any of us, which sowed good seed in his, somebody say, his life. Because that's his field. Okay? All right. All right. All right. And he's sowing these good seeds, right? So that monitor, you remember I was telling you about that monitor? Recording everything? That's on the inside? Right? Remember we spoke to one? Jesus said, watch and pray, right? That's what he said. Okay. He didn't say just watch. He said, watch and pray. He didn't say just pray. He said, watch first and pray. You know what? You got to do all that at one time because... There's a whole lot of stuff you need to see. Put that back up there, son. There's a whole lot of stuff you need to see, right? All right. Now, the kingdom of heaven is likened to it. We're going out sowing these good seeds in our life, right? All right. All right. Take it down. That's what we're doing. We're going about and we're sowing good seed. And at the same time, we're trying to watch. Well, first, we've got to be aware of that monitor first that we're supposed to be watching on the inside of us. And then after we get aware of it, then we're going to have to, you know, gradually step up our pace and, you know, get some more time in on that monitor. Because it's showing the good, the bad, and the ugly and where we need to make the adjustment for why men slept. Let's go to Luke 17, 21. It's a familiar scripture. It simply tells us about the kingdom of God being inside of us. That's what it does. Amen? Can y'all put that up there where they can see it, please? Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God, same thing, foundation of God's power, is within you and me. Oh, you can take it down, my man. So, that's the good part about it. And that's why we're supposed to be monitoring within, but the world got us so caught up monitoring what's out here until we're losing focus on 
what we need to be watching on the monitor that's inside of us. Is it making sense to you? Amen. Because we're we, we just going to hear Christ today. We're just going to let him do what he do. And we're just going to open our minds up and see really a deeper scenery of what Christ is trying to tell us. You know, because it gets deep. It gets deep. So we go to Matthew thirteen twenty five, and then and, 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 and it's going to start getting real, real serious here. Matthew thirteen verse twenty five. Look at verse twenty five. Are we there? Did you see something? <clears throat> It's going to take my time. I'm, I'm at peace. I don't know about y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I'm at peace and I'm going to take my time. I ain't got to holler at you like I'm crazy. Huh? Boy, didn't the praise team do good this month? Mm-hmm. See, that's what we need to do sometimes when we come to church. We need to settle in. Instead of all the hype and the noise, we need to settle in. And let this thing just go slow and easy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of throwing the bait in the water, as soon as you throw it in there, fish eat it up. Something in your old crazy head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Church. You too. Need you chill for a minute. Learn something. Take it easy. Let Christ speak to us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Matthew 13, 25. Watch what happens here. Verse 25 says, put it up there for me, son. It says, but while men did what? Wow. He's supposed to be watching the monster, right? But he got fatigued. <laughs> Watch what he did. I'm going to show what that sleep means, that slip. His enemy, but when he slept, look what the enemy did. The enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. I want you to keep that up there, son, right now, because I want to break down something here. See that word slept? That word slept, that means you became slothful and you yielded to sin. Okay, did you? All right, now. When you get slothful, slothful of doing what? Watching the monitor, right? Uh, you got tired of watching it, right? So you sleeping, right? While men did what? Come on. What they do? Right. You know we do it. And then you're going to sit there all quiet. You got to talk. This is your chance to talk. You know? I'm serious. Because God, God has something good for us today. And he said, son, just change the tactic. He said, don't even rush this. They need to just settle in because this is very important. This is very important for all of us. I ain't saying it's going to be easy, but I said it's very important if we're trying to, you know, where we are. It says, but while men slept, see, they became slowful, took their off the ball, 
and he yielded to sin. Then his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. Now the wheat, remember you were sowing the good seed in, in your field, your life? That's the wheat, right? But then you went to sleep and me too. And then some, the enemy came in, got to do something stupid. <coughs> and he sold tares. Now a tear, do what a tear is. A tear is a lie in true clothing. Did you understand that? I said a tear is a lie wrapped in true clothing. It looked like wheat. <laughs> it looked like the truth. It looked like the light. Until that stuff, next verse. See, after he saw it, he gone by his way. Give me verse 26. But when the blade was sprung up, it's beginning to go forth now, and brought forth fruit. See, that's the wheat. But then appeared the doggone tares that was sown. Those tares. While we slept, right? That's when we did it. When we slept. Mm-hmm. Now, a tear, like I say, it appears to be light, but it's really darkness. But it, you don't know that until it gets, you know, sin has to be incubated and then conceived. You know, it got to have a little growth in it. You know what I'm saying? It's got a little process that it go through. That's the same thing tear is. It's got a little process to go through before you can see what it really is. We got a little process to go through called life before we can see who really is and what we really are. You understand what God is saying up in here today. See, the enemy is the one that's always against God's divine purpose in our life. Sometimes the enemy ain't Lucifer or Satan. Sometimes, most of the time, the enemy is ourselves. While we sleeping. Church, we're in a position now in life where we 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 got to fight harder just to just to gain an inch in this spiritual walk with God. And, that, and in order to do that, we got to shed this old world more and more. Because it's in the way. It's the part of us that's asleep. It's the part in us that's keeping us asleep. Now, let's go to the book of the Songs of Solomon. Did you write that out for them, Songs of Solomon? Okay, whatever. Songs of Solomon 2.15. See if we can get it up here. Yeah, there you go. It says, take us the foxes. Now look at here. The little foxes. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that spoil the vine. For our vines have tender grapes. All right, let's 
See what he's talking about here. Those foxes. Mm-hmm. He called them little foxes. See, it's some small things, those things that you think that are unimportant that it's happening to. Those things that you think that are insignificant, you sleep in. Hmm? Cause according to the word, you sleep in because look what happened. It's the little foxes that spoil what? If Jesus Christ is divine, huh? And these little insignificant, unimportant things that you think they are. But look what they're doing. Bible say they fall of mind, right? Now watch this. For our vines, which is our place in Christ, it's got some tender grapes growing. In other words, there's some new things that's trying to birth in all of us. And they're tender grapes. It's tender fruit, you know. So tender fruit have to be tilted, uh, attended to more than the matured fruit. Because the matured fruit, you can readily see, okay, it's time to come off, you know. But the immature, the, the small, you know, you don't know whether it's healthy. It hasn't proven itself yet. So it's going to have to be sheltered in hell, right? So these things that God is trying to show us, this new, this fresh in us, that's trying to grow to a, a, another degree in us, fruit, great, it's tender. But God wants us to guard it, protect it, nurture it, so that it will grow into a mature fruit, okay? And the way we do that is to, watch I said, look at that monitor, right? Remember that monitor that we're watching on the inside? And watch out for them little foxes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Watch out for them little foxes, them small things that you think, all right now. But if you got the vision, you can see what well, that little small thing could save your life or got you killed. It could have made you miss what God had for you. But you got to have because where there's no vision, what they, the people do what? Do they thrive? If they ain't got no vision? So the word is showing us how tight this thing is. In this day and age, every little fox is a big one. And every big one might not be like it look like. But it's that little one. The one that you just overlook, well, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> that little thing, that tomorrow the deadline might, you know, be unclosed on what it is. I'm just trying to understand. Opportunity, whether from God or wherever, opportunity, it comes, but it's got a quick door to it. It's got a quick door to it, you know. But while men slept, we miss a bunch of them, don't we? Huh? Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. I'm just telling you what the Lord, now you're just speaking to us today. Let him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. Just let him do what he do. Let him do what he do. I told y'all he's not a facsimile. He'll change the thing on you. 
Talk to you that. It's them little insignificant things. Look at Proverbs eleven, fourteen. We're almost done. Proverbs eleven fourteen. <coughs> I think I'm right. Are we there? The Bible says, where no counsel is, the people do what? Fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Now, we're not talking about just any kind of counsel, but in the multitude of good counsel, there is safety. Because you got to remember, I often say, whoever has your ear holds your future. So we need to have the right counsel around us. Because God said in the multitude of counselors dwell safety. But we're talking about good counsel. We're not talking about stupid counsel or egotistical counsel or stuff like that. You know where y'all, you understand what I'm saying? We're talking about humble Humility and the fear of the Lord type counsel with each other. Understand what I'm saying? Because that's what is required of God from his church is that kind of counsel, right? Hmm? Now, while men slept, I'm going to take a negative but I'm going to show you the truth of the positive of it. Most time I take a positive, you know, and just show you the positive. But this time I'm going to go to the other. God, I'm nothing. God is. He's going to take it from a negative and go. Go to Judges, the fourth chapter. <clears throat> Book of Judges. The fourth chapter. I think Deborah was the judge about that time. I think she was. You know, she the one that sat up under the oak tree in a place called Oprah. But anyway, let's look at four. And we'll start at verses 17 and go through 21, and we'll be done with it, I think. Let's see. Here's this guy, right? Now, Brock was after a, pl- a person called Cicero. You see, Barak and uh, I think it was Deborah, the prophetess, she was a judge, too. I think they were the ones that uh, she kind of encouraged Barack. And Barack went up against Cicero. Cicero, he was a great commander. And he fought under Heber the Kenite, I believe it was. No, he fought under another group. I forgot which nation, the Canaanite. Yeah, Canaanite. That's who Cicero, the captain of the host of the Canaanite army. And, but he was friends 
with Heber the Kenite. So, oh, Sisera, when they started losing the battle, called Barak and them was taking it to them through the powerful hand of God. Now, Sisera, because he was friends with Heber the Kenite, he thought it was a small thing to run away from the fight because they were getting dusty. And he thought it was a small thing but a smart thing to do, to go over here to Heber's house because they was all right, they were friends. But he wasn't home, but jail was, his wife. So jail brought him on in and said, come on in. Small thing. They were friends, right? You don't expect your friend to kill you, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't expect to come to your house and get killed. So we know each other, you know? So he runs up in there. It's a small thing for him. He's running, but it's a small thing for him to make the decision. Okay, then my friends, I'm going up in here, all right? So jail, what she does is she gives him some warm milk, put him to sleep because he's tired. He's been fighting and he's running and, you know, drilling on. He's tired. Milk put him to sleep. You know what J.L. did? She took a spike, a nail, and drove through his forehead. While men slept. While men slept. By thinking that it's insignificant. That it's unimportant to deal with it right now. And say, I'll deal with it later. I ain't worried about it. I ain't gonna look down the road far enough to see that if I don't do this here, that's gonna be a bad day for me up there. You know what I mean? So while being slept, we forget to do what's necessary for us to do. But I'm hoping and I'm praying that this morning that God has just changed the tactic and just want, he just wanted to talk to you this morning. He just wanted to talk to you this morning. He, he didn't want no stress involved in this this morning. From me giving it to you and from you receiving it. God said, I, I just wanted to just. So what he does and what he did, he takes his spirit, the spirit that he wants to flood the house. And he brings everything under the submission of it. You see how God's spirit is? <coughs> he controls the atmosphere. And the people of God, they never go against that atmosphere. Because they're sensitive enough to understand and know that this is God. Peace be still. This is God, man. And we so used to church, God coming, you know. <laughs> the guy said, I'm going to shift this thing. And who that has ears to hear, see, let them hear. See, it's not, I know we. I'm talking about them out there. 
So that's it, y'all. That's God. Amen. Amen. Give some praise. That's God.